often think about that word deliverance because you hear about current stories today where people are like, I was delivered from that. Like God literally took that away or I was healed from that or I had uh, an addiction to something and it was just gone. And, and you hear of those dramatic stories. <laughs> and I was thinking about the deliverance in my life and I'm like, I, I don't have that. I don't have one of those quick moments in my life. And yet that do, it does not make me feel that God loves me any less or hasn't thought about me or doesn't know what's going on. I just realize that all the more I need to be completely dependent upon him. Hi friends, I am so glad you're joining us for another episode of the Grace Lace Podcast today. I'm Eve Stipes, and together with Ruth Jo Simons, we are working our way through a really special season of the podcast right now. In celebration of Ruth's newest devotional, Pilgrim, 25 Ways God's Character Leads Us Onward, we've invited some of her dearest friends to join us for conversations about who God is and how he's met them on their own pilgrim journeys. In today's episode, you'll hear Ruth talking a little bit about the sovereignty of God with her friend Candace Cameron Bure. Candace Cameron Bure is best known as everyone's big sister, DJ Tanner, in the iconic television show Full House and Netflix's recent reboot, Fuller House. She's also known for her Christmas movies and has starred in and produced over 40 rom-coms and mysteries for Hallmark. In 2022, she joined a new network, Great American Family Channel, where she serves as the chief creative officer. Candace also has her own fashion brand, home goods brand, a faith-based product line that includes New York Times bestselling books and devotionals, all designed to help people come one step closer to Jesus. She's the CEO of Candy Rock Entertainment, and most recently, she launched her own podcast. With a total of 2.8 million streams in just seven months, each season of the Candace Cameron Bure podcast features one guest for a deep exploration of a single theme with the hope of encouraging listeners to grow in their experiences of faith, family, and purposeful living. So are you ready? Let's get started. Candace, I am so excited to have you on the Grace Lace podcast today. Um, the only thing that could be better is if we were having lunch together somewhere, mm -hmm. because whenever I'm with you, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like true girlfriend material. We can get real and vulnerable and go shopping together. And I mean, <laughs> totally. I would, no it's one the best. I'd rather do that with. So <laughs> thank you for Thanks. joining us on the Grace so podcast. Eve and I are super excited that you're here. And of yeah. course, I mean, like Eve's husband said, this is the day you get to talk to DJ Tanner, right? And so like, of course, everybody <laughs> so knows. Right? It's so embarrassing. Right. It's so cute. embarrassing. It's so cute. No. But of course, it's such an honor. It's so great to have tracked your career. But for anybody who just wants to hear a little bit about the real you and who you are, could you just do a brief intro and give us a little behind the scenes of your life and who you are. Of my life. My life. <laughs> yes. Your whole life. Go. Like your so whole. So not a resume, not a resume, but my life. No. Okay. Uh, Give um, me the whole picture. No, just kidding. I, <laughs> I was going to make a joke. Sorry. I'm self-editing already. <laughs> you are I'm so I'm not going to do that. I was like, I'm, like, I'm first in Enneagram all, no, I gotta just say, Wait, though. wait. We can't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I gotta just say though, that right now you are looking super, super cute and we're going to do little video clips, but I'm just yeah. saying your hair is perfect today. So I just want to say you, 
are so just lovely. Okay. You are just thank lovely. Thank you. So thank you. I cannot take full credit because I had my hair done this morning. I did not <laughs> do it. Okay. Perfect. Cause I am going to be on QVC later today and oh, tomorrow. I so I had someone do so my hair. There's so many aspects of your life and we just don't yeah. have enough time to talk yeah. about every little nuance. But if there's a way to, <laughs> to let our listeners know, like, Hey, there's a whole lot of stuff going on and you're a mama yeah. and all the things. So yeah. give us the, give us the 411. I have three beautiful adult children. I'm, they're all in their 20s. One of them is recently engaged, I which is so exciting. So, so exciting. Oh my thank goodness. you. Thank you. And I've been married to my husband, Val, for 27 years Congrats. and That's super amazing. in love with him. Love and it. that hasn't that hasn't been the journey like every day of our lives together. Right. You know, yeah. twenty seven yeah. years it's a lot. So I really am truly madly in love with him, and it's uh, an incredible place to be. Mm. And I know we we've shared that before in in personal yeah. past conversations, yeah. but it's pretty awesome. And then and then I do a lot of things. I don't even know <laughs> how to explain to people. And I know mostly everyone knows me because of my face on television, mm-hmm. but. I am am truly a, a businesswoman and an entrepreneur and and also an executive. So I I have many many jobs, but all jobs that I love, and they're all mostly based in entertainment. But my heart is all about Jesus. That's who I am at the very core, yeah. and uh, and so my Christian faith is the core and foundation of who I am, and that. And that just trickles into every single work project that I do. It absolutely does. And I think that's what (laughs) just makes, like when you walk in a room, it's not just that you are beautiful. Candice, you are. And I'm so grateful that you get to show us styling tips and all those things. But you genuinely emanate the love of Christ in every word you speak. You have a humility that is not common in the entertainment space, right? And so you are working in Hollywood and yet you exude this like, confidence in the Lord, in who you are, in stewarding what you've got. And you, um, I love, I love that, you know, this was over a year ago that you and I got to really meet and spend some time together at a retreat. And I, I don't know why I was so surprised wasn't the right word, but I was so delighted to see how easy it was for you to go straight there to the heart of the matter and to be vulnerable, to to gather at a table with women that you didn't know personally and were getting to know and immediately hit it off in friendship. And you don't, you're, you are necessarily guarded, I'm sure in some level in the entertainment world, but I Mm -hmm. love that, um, you're a sister in Christ and I feel that, um, and you are exactly the same person, um, that I think you are when I'm sitting Thank across you. the table from you. So, um, I'm just honored Thank and grateful you. that you're a friend that I've had to turn to at times, even just a text when I say, Hey, mm-hmm. this is really hard. This part yeah. of the work is difficult. I feel judged in this way. What do you do when you feel misunderstood? Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for your insight. We need you, each other. We do. We all we do. need each other. For Absolutely. Sure. And so you None know of us that can we, do it are, we are not a um, interview podcast usually, but I <laughs> consider it a great honor to have uh, some of my dearest friends and colleagues here on this season six of the Grace Lace podcast. Congrats on your podcast. It is yeah. doing Thank so you. well. It is such an inspiration. And um, I don't know, one of these days I'll get to go sit with you too, but um, I'm so grateful that you're here I, on our I feel stand. that. I feel that I, coming. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I want to go be there with you, but um, I'm so grateful that you're joining us because I wanted to handpick the friends that 
I could have an honest conversation about this idea of a pilgrim story. My new yeah. devotional pilgrim, 25 Ways God's Character Leads Us Onward, is like really my heart's desire on a page, on uh, in, a, in a full color book that would share these doctrinal truths. And that's just a big word of saying like these mm-hmm. really foundational biblical truths of who God is paired with some hymns that I love and just helping all of us are on a pilgrim journey. So helping us pilgrims yeah. get yeah. to our destination, knowing and that God is with us and to keep our eyes on him. And so I think that, first of all, I just want to define that the word pilgrim is really just helps us remember that this is not home. Right here yeah. is not home. It doesn't yeah. matter if we succeed at career goals or we buy our our, you know, dream home, um, or if we have the two and a half children or whatever that we think we need in life, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not going to satisfy. This is not home. Yeah. We are pilgrims going to a place that we're meant for and that is sacred and holy and the presence of God is waiting for us face to face. But right now in the in-between, we're journeying on life's rocky and bumpy, mm-hmm. climbing roads, you know, going into the valley. We have so yep. many trails and trials that are difficult. And so I wanted to invite you to join us because I know that you have um, your own pilgrim stories that don't make it onto mm-hmm. the screen, that are not on, yeah. on Instagram. And as much as you are willing to share with us today, I want to talk about this idea of God being our deliverer. I think mm-hmm. when we, um, this is one of the, the, the attributes of God that I write about in Pilgrim. And I think when we walk with Jesus, it's really easy for us just to say, well, God's my deliverer. And we think of this in a like, well, God's going to save me. Yes. But in our everyday lives, sometimes we try to save ourselves. Sometimes we Mm -hmm. turn to other things to try to be like, I might be delivered by having good hair, the exact (laughs) friends that I want and to achieve the goals that I want to reach. If you're an entrepreneur like you and, you know, Mm -hmm. like we might be tempted to feel that way. And so I would love for you to share a little of your story of um, just perhaps even a um, a time in your life where you really needed to see some deliverance um, mm-hmm. and how God delivered in a way that other things could not. Can I put you on the spot with that? Yeah, <laughs> I would love to answer that. And there's so many ways there's so many directions I can go because yeah, sure. God has delivered me throughout my lifetime and in so many different ways. So I could, I mean, I could just think about the very beginning of my journey Absolutely. when I was in my early twenties of, of just being a, a person that's on a new journey, learning who God is and all of his characteristics and then learning how to walk with him and be mm-hmm. on this pilgrimage with him. That is just, that's, it can be scary. It can be daunting. It can feel overwhelming when you're a new believer and also super exciting, but that is one like thing in itself when you're just like, I'm just starting on this. I don't even know what being a Christian is all about if you didn't grow up in the church. Well, totally. And also I think it's probably wise for us to say for anyone who's tuning in and is like, oh my goodness, this is a new topic here. It's God's deliverance that even brings us on a pilgrim journey, Mm -hmm. right? It's God's deliverance. Exactly. Like like taking us and delivering us from the 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 destruction of sin and self-righteousness yep. and living for ourselves. It's that he'd even delivered us through the blood of Christ and through the cross that we're even on this journey. 
Yeah. Um, so you're right. Like it even starts at the very beginning. Yeah, it does. It starts there. And then I, and then I could, I could talk about, being delivered in terms of being a wife. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, we've shared really intimate stories about that mm-hmm. personally, yeah. and I've shared a little bit about it in other, in other interviews and on my podcast, but you know, that was a journey I didn't know I was going to make if I was going to yeah. make it through to the end. For yeah. sure. And, uh, but I'm, I'm still on it. So there are major deliverance places within my marriage. Also as a parent, I feel like that is the easiest place and stage in your life if you do yes. have children. Cause I'm like, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. <laughs> Deliver me from this child. Like, um, right? Like oh just goodness. because of all the stages that they yes. go through. And some yeah. days you're, you're literally thinking, I, I don't know if I'm going to get through this season yeah. of life with my yeah. child, depending on what's going on. Sure. And so that's a, that's another big area. Uh-huh. I could talk about it in terms of being in the entertainment industry and uh, being a Christian sure. in the entertainment industry. And I've, of course, because that's such a massive part of my, my life today, because I, you know, my children are grown and they're adults, they still need me, but, it's and it's just different. So a big focus is entertainment. And I feel like I'm in the throes of it right now, literally the fiery, darts are coming at me. And mm-hmm. yet God protects me and delivers yeah. me every time. Yeah. You know, I think about how when we think of deliverance, it's really easy to go to the Old Testament and think about all the ways in which God's like setting his people up to know that he was going to deliver them once and for all through mm-hmm. Jesus, right? But in the Old Testament, we all may have heard, not everybody, but may, we may have all heard of the story of how the Israelites got to the Red Sea and they're like trying to escape um, yeah. the, the the slavery of Egypt. And they were like, okay, Pharaoh, let us go. But now he's changed his mind. And I, I'm tr- we're trying to get to the promised land. We're trying mm-hmm. to go where God's taken us. And now we're at an impassable, stuck again. like in a total impasse, total, yep. we're stuck here. And so that's a picture of deliverance, right? Like that, that God would yeah. say, okay, here are the instructions and boom, he opens up the Red Sea. He makes a passageway mm-hmm. for them, closes it right up so that there's no way for um, his plans to be thwarted with his people. And I yeah. think about how all three of us on this on this conversation right now, we'd love to see some really dramatic things, right, of deliverance. Mm-hmm. All of us would be like, God, yeah. you can, you who parted the Red Sea, <laughs> you could make my yeah. child completely understand where I'm coming from when I'm having this hard conversation. You could immediately keep the haters from attacking me online. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could make it so that I don't struggle with these health issues and my body mm-hmm. is where I want it to be and I don't feel or look at myself and struggle with body image issues or whatever it is that we need deliverance from. Why do you think that God sometimes does deliverance in a quick Quick. and, you know, like dramatic way? And sometimes we see it like, wow, Mm -hmm. that really, like, God, you did a miracle here. But Mm -hmm. so often what you describe in all the areas of your life, and I know in mine, and Eve, I'm sure can describe this in her own life too. God's deliverance is one where we look to the cross and we wait mm-hmm. for his timing day yeah. by day. Yeah. Why do you think God chooses to deliver us so many times in ways that we can't access immediately? Because it keeps our eyes pointed on him. It keeps us needing him. It keeps us humble. It keeps us on our knees. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it keeps us in relationship with him. I often think about that word deliverance because 
you hear about current stories today where people are like, I was delivered from that. Like God literally sure. took that away or I was healed from that yeah. or I had uh, an addiction to something and it was just gone. And, yep. and you hear of those dramatic stories. <laughs> and I was thinking about the deliverance in my life and I'm like, I, I don't have that. I don't have mm-hmm. one of those quick moments in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And yet that do, it does not make me feel that God loves me any less right. or hasn't thought about me or doesn't know what's going on. I just realize that all the more I need to be completely dependent upon him. And it keeps my heart and my mind and my eyes focused on him. Yeah. You know, I thought you you mentioned like body image issues and uh, I've been public about having a dece- an eating disorder, and which has been really good over several years, the last ten years. Mm-hmm. But it's something I still struggle with. Sure. It, it, it's not; it didn't go away. Right. Yeah, the, I didn't the, get delivered, and like all front. of a sudden, yeah. I don't have that temptation anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think about it on some days more than I want to, and mm-hmm. then months could go by and maybe I don't think about it. But then when those days that come back up, I realize, no, God's delivered me from this because I have tools in place. Mm -hmm. I have, Mm -hmm. uh, I've learned how to call out to him. Mm -hmm. I've learned to pray through some of those things and then actual real tools that it's like, I know I can walk away right now. I can do this. I can do that. And that is God giving me the deliverance, the protection, and I have the choice to make a different choice. Yes, yes. And and that's when I know he's with me always. Totally. And God's deliverance, I mean, in thinking about the fact that I love what you just said, that God's deliverance and how he chooses to do it is always to point us to greater trust in him, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't part the Red Sea so that the Israelites would go off and live their best life away from him. It was so <laughs> right. that they would actually somehow recall over and over again, oh, I, we couldn't do it, but yeah. God can. Like yeah. we can't save ourselves, God can. And so I think that in some crazy way, sometimes it is a mercy when mm-hmm. we're reminded how much we need God, even if that reminder is, I struggle with this part of my life that yeah. I am tempted mm-hmm. to like do on my own. I'm tempted to be sinful in my response here. Mm-hmm. But that reminder actually helps me depend on him and remember that he's the deliverer, not food, not clothes, not success. Those yeah. things won't deliver us. Yeah. Well, and it's yep. like you said too, it's almost, there are layers of deliverance, right? Like there are mm-hmm. those big moments, but then there's the daily tools that he's given us that we just have to say like, yes, I'm going to choose to do that thing. And there, it happens so many times in so many different parts of life, right? Like you said, parenting, yeah. marriage. And so on any given day, if we have eyes to see and think about it, we'll recognize and see God's deliverance multiple times a day of like how he's Mm -hmm. providing for us, how he's with us, what we have access to because he's done it. He's taken care of it. Yeah. You kind of already mentioned this, Candice, but um, I'd like to circle back to what you think are some misconceptions, miss, Mm -hmm. you know, misunderstandings Mm -hmm. of God's deliverance. I think, I think lack of knowing God's word and knowing his character has caused a generation or more mm. to potentially think yep. that God's not good because he doesn't do it our way. Yeah. And so right. I'd love for you to speak a little to how 
the li- a listener who is listening in right now going, well, God doesn't. I mean, I asked for him to deliver me on, deliver <laughs> yeah. me from these things. It's always hard. like genie in a bottle. Yes, people right. think like God has to be like a genie in the bottle. I make a wish, I say a prayer, and He has yep. to answer it the way I want Him to, and then or I, I started, know. Or I started going to church. Like I, I finally decided yeah. to go to church, so He now should deliver me, right? Like I Do started the doing I've these asked. things, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so it's the, it's the genie in the bottle syndrome, and that's mm-hmm. not how God works, mm-hmm. and. The relationship aspect aspect is so important. And like you said, reading the word of God to know who God is and what his character is. I So I've been reading through the Bible chronologically, and I'm kind oh, of just starting my amazing. second time reading through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has been so incredibly insightful. I'm reading along with the Bible recap, which yeah. I love, with Tara love Lee Cobble. Yes. And... She, she's incredible. But what I've seen now, having read through a lot of the Old Testament, which quite frankly, <laughs> I've been reading the Bible for years, but you know, there's some, some, some things that feel a little dry. They're a long list. There's a lot oh, of yeah, names. Goodness, and right? then you're kind of like, yeah, let me skip a few pages. Let me kind of <laughs> yeah. move on to this book. That's a little bit more exciting or story driven right. or whatever. Right. But, but having really spent a lot of time in the Old Testament now, and going my second time through, it is amazing to look at that macro view when you step back and see who God is. Because even from the Old Testament perspective, so many people think like, oh, God's this angry, judgmental God. And now having read through, I'm like, he he is even more loving than I ever thought he was from understanding the Old Testament. It's always like people think that like, oh, just once Jesus gets there, then God becomes loving. And it's like, no, 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 no. First of all, Jesus was there at the beginning. Okay. (laughs) However. (laughs) I love that you're such a theology girl. Oh my goodness, so good. (laughs) But when you read it, you just, God's character continues to shine through. And even when he's has to be a true and just judge mm-hmm. and give judgment yes. upon the people. He does, but then he comes back and gives yeah. them another opportunity because he keeps wanting to be yes. in relationship with people. He's so, so good. And I had, I, it's just taken my love for him to a whole new level to see his character through the Old Testament yeah. from that bird's eye view and that's what I keep coming back to with deliverance is that we get so focused on the the immediate and the here and the now, and God's never worked that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he will immediately answer or deliver, but God will always do what's best for us in terms of keeping our eyes focused on him and yeah. being in that relationship. And he's proven that in the word of God. Yeah. And you, But you got to know it. You got to read it to understand it. And then- it just, it will change your perspective of what deliverance is. We are so happy to partner with Dwell Differently to bring you this season of the Grace Lace podcast. We've talked about the power of hiding God's word in your heart in earlier seasons of the podcast, and we're thrilled to introduce you to a really practical tool for doing it. In case you haven't already heard, Dwell is a monthly membership featuring scripture designs to help you and your family easily memorize God's word. Members receive a kit in their mailbox each month that includes a temporary tattoo or stickers, a keychain, and a print 
all centered on that month's verse. It's a great way for your whole family to hide God's word in your hearts together. Learn more and get started at dwelldifferently.com. Use the code GRACELACED to get your first month free. You know, part of um, part of my goal in this new devotional is to help readers recognize that while we're so busy thinking that God is there to help us figure out our lives, to live our best life, or to get where we want to mm-hmm. go, the purpose of God's presence in our lives is that we were actually made for Him, that mm-hmm. all of life's journeys are actually to point us to His character, His purposes, how good of a God he is. And so I call these a little bit, I call these guideposts in my book in that, you know, while we're walking along life's journeys and we're going, I can't see around that bend. I feel like, you know, what's next is terrible. I don't know what to do. We're looking for signposts to tell us like, just do this and everything will be okay. Or (laughs) if you put on your four wheel drive tires now, you'll be fine for the rest of the road. Like we want these, like how to succeed or where we should be or how we should go. When really the signposts that God leaves all along the way that I call guideposts truly are aspects of his character, things that we can say, Oh, when I went through this or in this particular set of circumstances, what God wants me to know is that he's trustworthy. What God wants me to know is that he cannot lie. So mm-hmm. I don't need to worry. Like he is who he says he is. Yeah. Or God wants me to know right here, right now that because I'm so loved, I can love the unlovable. So like suddenly yeah. you realize like everything you're going through is actually more about what God wants you to know about him than it is about you crafting the perfect life. Mm-hmm. So I think one question I have for you, Candace, if you're willing to share is what's something you're going through right now that is making you keep your eyes on him? What is something that is... Okay, this is where I'm going to get emotional because I'm an emotional person. Um, Me too. Whew. And I'm an honest person. I can't like not share what's actually on my heart. So, uh, I mean, well, there's, there's, um, there's a lot of great, wonderful things that are happening in my personal life, but one of the most difficult parts of my life is being in the public eye mm-hmm. and living out my faith publicly and having people who don't agree with that come after me. But not only, I'm not talking about social media here. I'm talking about on a corporate business level. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really difficult yeah. when you're in it. And you feel it. And we read articles about it. We see other people go through it. But when you're the one now in the hot seat, you're like, oh, this is actually changing my life. These are changing the choices that I'm making and how I live my life. These these are changing the trajectory of my business because it's affecting all of it. And and it's and it's scary. It's a it's a scary, fearful place to be. It's very costly. I haven't shared what it's cost me publicly. I don't know that I ever will. I don't think I need to. However, it, you know, it takes its toll and it makes me more and more dependent on God. I always thought like, God, I'm here for you. I am, mm-hmm. I'm in it. I'm you're, I'm with you on this journey. I don't want to do this journey without you. And, and yet 
we're always hoping that we can, and you talk about this in your book, that we could actually become more faithful people without actually having to go through the fiery trial, Mm -hmm. that we could become more dependent on God without having that hardship come up in our life. That's truly going to make us more dependent upon him. That's what we want in life. But when you, when you are in it, it just makes you cling all the more to God. I've, and you know, the, the thing is with my faith, because I, I just, I don't doubt God has proven his character over and over and over again. And so when I I'm sitting in the things that are really uncomfortable and difficult and life-changing and whatever those circumstances may be for you, I know that I know that I know that God is with me and will deliver me. And it might not look the way I want it to, right? but he, but I, I don't feel alone ever. Mm, and I'm, and I just sit and go like, okay, what, what are you doing? How are you, why, what, what are you doing this for in terms of how are you mm-hmm. trying to shape and mold me? How are you trying to make me more like you? And what can I learn from this? And Did any of is, that make sense? It, well, <laughs> I it, feel it, like it I rambled I, a bit. No, I respect you for, because the details, first of all, they're, they, they're not shareable right here and right now, but the details of those things, we don't have to have the same details to, say, hey, sometimes when I choose to walk with the Lord, it's costly. I am misunderstood. There are times when I have to give up things or not get everything I think that I could potentially like access or that I deserve because I will be judged or I will be misunderstood or I will be persecuted. And I think a lot of those things are what you face in the industry that you're in. And I'm just sitting here listening thinking about you, my friend, being somebody who knows God's word and God's character so much that you're willing, you're willing to, to sit in the hot seat for it. You know, that you're mm-hmm. willing to say, you know, um, this is difficult, but this is not a negotiable for me. Like, I'm not just sitting here going, mm-hmm. yeah. you can tell me who I need to become. I will do whatever Hollywood tells me to do. And I will be whoever everybody else wants me to be. And the reason why it's emotional or costly is because you're making choices to be faithful because mm. in the making being faithful every day, you're still showing up, loving others, being wise, trying to steward all the things, but it is your business. It is your work. Mm. It is mm-hmm. how you support your family. It's all the things and you want, and, and the things that you stand for and the ways you love Jesus, they're not hurtful things. They are things that are from God's word to a mm-hmm. world that may not understand yeah. it's, it's foolishness to the world. And so I'm filling in words that you didn't necessarily I, say, but I just no, want to say I, I think see you, it from the outside. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I'll just share a quick little story because it, it truly felt like this little moment of deliverance for me, just that I felt God's presence so very much, but I was, I was working the other day with the Salvation Army, which is an organization mm. I've worked with for many, many years, and I love what they do. And I was talking with the chief commander. We were having a Zoom call because mm. he wasn't able to mm-hmm. be there. But we had this very nice conversation that was very pleasant, but then it turned into something a little bit more personal. And 
I hate, I, <laughs> there's a part of me that I hate that I need the validation. Okay. I'm just going to admit that. <laughs> but he shared some personal words with me that instantly put me to tears because when you feel like everyone's left you and you're alone, even though we know we're not, yeah. it, uh, yeah. it just means so much when you have someone that you feel is important in your life, like, mm-hmm. and even in a public aspect because we're public people. Right. Yeah when they will publicly support or pray for you, it's like this amazing thing. So I was crying with what he said. And then he said, can I, you know, can we just pray? I just want to, I just want to read some scripture. And he started reading and I'm like, you're reading out of Ephesians three. That's what I was reading this morning. Like God literally woke up and God was like, I need you to be in Ephesians three right now. So I'm like, and now, you you know, when that happens and I was just like, Lord, Thank you. It was like yeah. his the conversation, the prayer, the scripture lineup, and that's when I'm immediately. It's not about me. It wasn't about him. I'm like God. Yeah. You you just that was a deliverance moment for me. Yes. That yeah. was almost like eight months in the making, and it was it meant a lot to me. And that's I just saw. Awesome. I just saw. Yeah. It was all about God. God yeah. was just there. It's, mm-hmm. He's so loving and so tender with mm-hmm. us, right? That even though you're like cerebrally, you know you're not alone, but he even just comes alongside and says, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to put my arm yeah. right around you mm-hmm. and it's show tangible. you that. Yep. Like, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you don't even have to make your way through this on your yeah. own because I'm here. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me share that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing it. That is a sweet story. And I'm sure that lots of people listening have similar stories that they can mm-hmm. pinpoint. Like, yeah, there was this moment that I felt like the Lord really showed up in such a tangible way. And that's such a gift. Candace, in the chapter about deliverance in Pilgrim, um, I always include a hymn. And you and I um, probably are familiar with hymns because we're about the same age. And so I think mm-hmm. we probably still were part of that generation that got to sing a lot of hymns. And I paired this topic with a mighty fortress is our God. And Mm. I just wanted to read um, these lyrics real quick here. And I, Mm. I think it might even just um, close out our time together, just reminding our listeners and reminding ourselves that, um, that God is our mighty fortress. Mm. The, The hymn writer says, did we in our own strength confide our striving would be losing. We're not the right man on our side the man of God's own choosing. Dost ask who that may be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Sabaoth is his name from age to age the same, and he must win the battle. Mm. And I think when we go and visit some of these lyrics, and that's just one part of this amazing Mm -hmm. hymn, but the reminder is you are not battling by yourself. You know, it feels like you you might feel like you're at war with people who misunderstand you, or I don't mean you personally, but we all feel like we're always yeah. at war with, mm-hmm. with so much coming at us all the time. Even let's just say we're at war with the hustle culture that we live in. We're at war yeah. with what everyone tells us, like we need to be accomplishing how many sports our kids need to be a part of how much we need to accomplish. Sometimes these young women in their twenties feel like they're behind when they haven't even really started yet. It's like, Oh my goodness, yeah. I'm, I'm not famous on TikTok. Like there's so much pressure. <laughs> yeah. 
yep. the reminder that I want to just leave us with is that God is fighting our battles for us. And he showed us, just like Candace said, from the very beginning, he said, mm. I am the deliverer. Like even yep. when you screw up, even when you eat of the tree that shouldn't, that I told you not to, I'm going to start delivering you from the first moment, like right the away. beginning of the story. He already had a plan of redemption. And so he not only delivered us right there from the beginning, mm-hmm. he's made a plan to deliver us through Jesus Christ, but he continues to deliver us day by day mm-hmm. by, by being the way out, by being our provider, by being the one who wins the battle. So if it feels like you are like just trying to make your way through your life, Without losing heart, just remember that he is your fortress. There is Mm -hmm. no one better as your defender, as the one who you can hide yourself in. When I think about, you know, rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Candace, you already have the rock of your salvation, and I will Mm -hmm. pray daily that you can just tuck yourself right into the rock Mm -hmm. of ages and that everywhere you go, wherever you go, they will first see the strong fortress of our God Mm -hmm. and the candles will just be like, Hey, I'm just here representing. I'm just here representing my mighty fortress. I don't have to fight this battle. He is here and he's for me and he is going to be victorious no matter how I feel today. So that is also reminding me of that song. I just, this is, I don't know. I don't know who sings it or who wrote it. This is how I fight my battles. Yes. yes. I love that song. Yes. Um, I also it may feel a, there's, like there's, I'm surrounded. Yeah. But I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by, you. by you. Yeah. I love that song. There's also, uh, sorry, cause you mentioned no, the go, hymn and it. then I just ah. went contemporary Christian cause <laughs> that's it. all I listen to. No, it's good. <laughs> Connectors. Yes. There is a song. So one of my favorite worship artists is Matt Marr. Mm, and he has yes. a song called Deliverer and it's oh, so good playlist yeah, yeah, yeah put it on a playlist and it's and so a lot of the cho- chorus is just that he's the one who carries you yes, he carries absolutely. us he carries us all the way through yeah absolutely I mean and back to the the Red Sea Road I mean I, I can't even imagine I mean I visited the Museum of the Bible and there they have this whole um Old Testament story. And um, if you haven't been there, you should go. It's special. Still um, haven't been. Oh, I really want to go. go. I mean, it <laughs> caused me to tear up to walk through that whole mm. thing. But you walk through a passage that is meant to help you understand what it might have felt like to be given this safe passage. And I think all you can, all, I can, I can only imagine that the Israelites were looking to their left and right and going, I have no idea how this is happening. How there could be a wall of water. I could just imagine seeing all the fish, you know, just Mm -hmm. up there, like an aquarium. And um, but when you've got your eyes on how God is the deliverer, you're not going to try to figure out how it's all working. Mm -hmm. And you're not taking, you know, they're not like sitting around having lunch while the wall of water is going. They're just like, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to go where you tell me to go. And so I think that's the thing is when God delivers. That's not so that he could just give you the get out of jail card so that you can go and like do your own thing. It's that he says, now follow me. I've, mm-hmm. I've got you. I'm going to carry you. I'm fighting your battles. And I I created you. I meant for you to walk with me and let, and I meant for you to let me carry you through all this. Mm-hmm. And so Candace, thank you so much for sharing 
personal stories behind Thank the scenes you. and just letting us in a little bit of how our sister in Christ, who is in Hollywood, has to deal with some yeah. of these very things in your everyday life. Like we don't see it all, but in the same way that non-Hollywood folks are dealing with those things in our everyday lives. Thank you for being transparent and showing us that, um, that God continues to draw you to himself day by day mm. in everyday moments of your life and in the very tough ones too. And, um, it'll be a privilege for us to continue to Thank pray you. for you as we see your influence and Thank you. just pray for God's deliverance in all the ways that he's leading yeah. you forward. I, and listen, I love you so much and I'm so appreciative of all the work that you do, whether it's through your prod- podcast or your beautiful art and your beautiful writing and everything. Uh, I am so proud of you. I'm in love with your new book because, of course, I got to see a little advanced copy. <laughs> and I can't wait for everyone to read it. But we, this is, this is what helps us all grow, the connection and the community with each other, and then having incredible and beautiful resources that, that put the Word of God at our fingertips and remind us literally every moment of our lives because we need him every second of every day. Amen. So thanks. Thank you for Mm -hmm. encouraging me, friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're so grateful that you made time to come and sit and chat today. We would love to hear for you to share with listeners. What kind of projects are you working on right now? I mean, oh, a, thanks a, a for bunch, asking. I'm sure, but there are, I unfortunately can't talk about anything on television because there is a SAG <laughs> yes. strike right now. Right. We're all on oh. strike, which I'm in support yeah. of. I don't know when that's going to finish, obviously. So can't talk about any of the acting stuff, but we'll see. Uh, there are, there are some new things that are coming out, but I do have a podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, Mm -hmm. I suggest you just start at season one and it's called the Candace Cameron Bure podcast. And you can also find, um, I, I, oh gosh, I'm trying to, I, okay. I can, I can say it this way. I am an executive at a new channel, uh, called great American Mm -hmm. family channel. So uh, we hope that you will find that on your cable station. I love that. Yay. Yeah. Great. And tell our listeners and um, just everyone. Oh, I guess you can find me. If you want to find me, it's on Instagram. It's yes. Candice, Candice C. Bure, B-U-R-E. And it's the same on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Threads. <laughs> All TikTok, the all it. the things. <laughs> I'm not all, I'm not a super active on all of them, mostly Instagram, but <laughs> super inspiring and fun. Well, thank you, friend. This was wonderful. I'm so glad you joined us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope it's been an encouragement to your soul, regardless of where your pilgrim journey finds you today. If you find this podcast enjoyable, we would be so honored if you would take a minute to rate the show and leave a review on whatever platform you'd use to listen. And if you haven't already, pre-order a copy of Pilgrim from your favorite book retailer. Learn more at pilgrimbook.com.